May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and now more than ever, it's important to maintain and manage your mental health. It's easy to feel overwhelmed right now, but it is important to remember that you are not alone. People around the country are fighting to keep their mental health intact during this time, and professionals in the subject can tell you how. Good morning, this is Jake Richardson, and I'm here with Kara Hawkins, the Clinical Services Director at Lincoln Trail Behavioral Health. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for talking with me this morning. Um, We have sort of a, I'll call it a somber topic somewhat today. Um, With the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people have been concerned about a potential rise in uh, problems in mental health or uh, rates of suicide, things like that. Um, In terms of the population that the Lincoln Trail District Health Department sort of oversees, have we seen any sort of increase in uh, mental health cases or rates of suicide since the pandemic started? You know, there have not been a lot of um, statistics regarding that at this time. Um, Given past um, disasters, mental health issues do tend to rise um, during times like this. Um, The current pandemic is not just really a medical tragedy right now. It is affecting um, mental health and rising symptoms of stress are likely to increase depression and anxiety. There has been a study, um, according to the Qualtrics, it's a global study, that 67% of people globally are currently reporting higher levels of stress due to COVID-19, and 57% of people have increased anxiety during the outbreak, um, and 54% of people are feeling more emotionally exhausted. Psychiatrists are saying that across the globe, um, the battle will have psychological scars for years as a result of the pandemic, and experts are keeping tabs on the mental health of the nation to see if the trends of the past hold true for the future. The National Alliance on Mental Illness is seeing increased calls related to depression and anxiety related to COVID-19 at this time. Okay, so uh, I know talking from various people that a lot of their issue with COVID-19 stems from the idea of uncertainty. Yes. So what are some methods that people could use for sort of maintaining and managing their mental health during this time of uncertainty? Okay. I think that self-care is very important, especially during a time of uncertainty um, when we have increased stress and anxiety. And I think there's three ways that we can really focus on that. Um, I think the first would be to take care of your body and be mindful of your physical health. Um, to get enough sleep and try to stay on a sleep schedule, even though several people's schedules have been interrupted at this time. Participate in regular physical activity. Take a walk. Um, offer Many of these programs are offering free apps on our um, electronic devices during this time to offer a variety of exercise programs. Um, it's important to eat healthy um, and to monitor our screen time during this um, time um, with electronics. 30 minutes before bedtime helps um, to, you know, to stop that, to help relax um, in trying to fall asleep and getting good restful sleep. And relaxing and recharging to set aside time for yourself. I think the second thing would be to take care of your mind, and that is to reduce stress triggers, um, to keep a regular routine during this time to try and maintain a regular schedule as much as possible with meal times, activities, a good sleep regimen, and um, that can make us feel more in control of our situation. 
Um, to limit exposure to news media, hearing or reading constant news related to COVID-19 can heighten our fears and increase anxiety-driven thoughts. Um, it's important to get accurate news. The CDC and the WHO are good sources to obtain factual information related to the pandemic. Staying busy and learning to use distractions to get away from the cycle of thoughts that feed into our anxiety and depression. Enjoying hobbies we can do at home or starting new projects that maybe we have been putting off for a while. And doing something positive is a healthy coping strategy to reduce anxiety. Focusing on positive thoughts, choosing to focus on positive things in our life instead of dwelling on the bad. And consider starting each day thinking about what you're thankful for. Maintain a sense of hope and accepting changes as they occur and keeping problems in perspective. And setting priorities. Don't become overwhelmed with making changing lists to achieve while you are home. Set reasonable and obtainable goals each day and outline the steps to reach them. And I think lastly, the third would be to connect with others. Making those connections to continue to call, text, FaceTime, email while you're at home to continue to keep contacts with the important people in your life. Doing something for others, looking for ways to help others during this time, finding ways in the community and neighborhood to assist others in need. It may be to help with groceries, take care of yard work. The elderly population is at high risk during this time, and then we can use extra support and assistance to help them. And many churches and local organizations have ways to volunteer to assist others. And to support a family member or friend, come up with ways to continue to make contact with family and friends that may be sick or quarantined at home or at the hospital. Send notes of encouragement and use electronic devices to help set up time to be able to talk to them and encourage them. Now, a lot of these, um, a lot of these strategies, I imagine, are fairly universal. Um, but in terms of uh, younger children to uh, maybe late teenagers, who may also be confused or struggling during this time, what sort of specifics for them would you recommend? Um, I would recommend, again, um, for them to be able to connect with others using um, electronic devices at times. There's a lot of um, current apps right now on electronic devices that have been able to um, give us assistance and education in that matter. You know, to tr continue, especially with that population, to stay on a routine um, and normal schedule with eating and sleeping and doing our schoolwork that they are doing um, online at home um, to continue with a really regular schedule. So what sorts of resources are available um, both through Lincoln Trail and nationwide for people who are struggling right now? Okay, I think it's important to recognize to get help when you need it. Um, calling your primary care physician or mental health professional to talk about depression and anxiety symptoms that you're experiencing to get advice and guidance. Many providers are offering phone conferences, video, and online appointments during this time. Lincoln Trail Behavioral Health is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our number is 270-351-9444, and we do have a 1-800 number. It's one 888 805-8286, and we offer free confidential assessments. Um, our services include adult services as well as, as well as adolescent female services to include treatment for mental health conditions, substance abuse. Particularly, we have programs for the military and trauma program for adolescent females 9 to 17. I think the National Alliance on Mental Health and Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration also have 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotlines. Um, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-TALK. 
The National Mental Health Hotline is 1-800-662-HELP. And there's a Disaster Distress Helpline of 1-800-985-5990. And I believe the, uh, the Crisis Hotline has a, a text line as well, do they not? Yes. That's uh, 741741? Yes. All right. Um, just from Lincoln Trail themselves, what sort of comment or statement would you like to make regarding people struggling during this time? Okay, I think it's important to recognize our mental health as well as our physical health on a day-to-day basis. During this pandemic, increased warning signs are very important to monitor as many are experiencing distress and difficult circumstances to face daily as a result of COVID-19. Many have lost employment, are experiencing financial stress, and learning to cope with the change of being home more often and learning to balance somewhat of a normal routine schedule during this time. It is important to practice self-care and be mindful of any significant changes in your mental health and to obtain the help as needed with the changes you may experience. So if, if I may back up for just a second, um, what sort of warning signs should people look out for to see if their loved one, their friend, whoever may be struggling? What, what sort of uh, telltale signs are there for people who are struggling? With um, monitoring your mental health, I think it's important to recognize when symptoms interfere with our daily life. Um, When we have symptoms of anxiety or depression related to this pandemic, um, I think it's important to recognize when the symptoms are somewhat normal um, related to that, but when it becomes um, interruptive to our lives and we are not able to do our normal physical daily activities that we would um, be involved in, I think that's important when you should recognize to um, call and get some guidance and assistance with that. Okay, that was Kara Hawkins, the Clinical Services Director for Lincoln Trail Behavioral Health. Again, thank you very much for giving me a call. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you at home for joining us today. This is Jake Richardson. Be safe, be well.